0: Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be here back once again on the Ventura Forward Podcast. It's me, Spencer Norn, hanging out with my guy, Tom Spence, as we're always searching for the tasty waves, the hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all that news across the 805. We've had a great time this last seven days out in the community, getting our journalistic point of view bringing the news back
1: into the studio and always these great guests.
0: Spence, how you feeling?
1: Feeling good, Uh, the fair was great. The kids made over a million bucks selling swine and goats and steers and whatever else they had out there. (laughs) Really a good job kids, 4-H FFA, working hard. So uh, we appreciate that. But now we're gonna turn the page a bit with this interview today. Here we are, we're excited to come in and have a number 20 here, Ventura Ford. We had 3,500
0: downloads on our Podbean, whether it's Spotify or Apple, wherever you're checking us out. Thank you to all those followers out there. We wanna give our sponsors an amazing shout out too. Arsenal Comics was at the fair. We got X5O rolling in hot, Pizza Man, Dan, uh, You know, the mountain man out there, Steve Dall is sponsoring like always. So good stuff is going on. We've got more sponsors to come and their full stuff, especially with Ventura Real Estate Company. But what we're talking today is full circle in episode number 20 about a guest who's a graffiti specialist. The gentleman today, I'm going to go ahead and say he's the godfather of graffiti, Spence. Whether he likes it or not, it's about your experience, where you come from, and graffiti artist. Uncle Sade is in the house, feeling it with his expertise and going into our original passion about community, full circle,ness Uncle Sade, how you feeling?
2: Feeling pretty good. How you doing?
0: I'm doing good, dude. We're happy to have you in studio today, episode 20. This is unique because we've had different people throughout this process. I've reached out to them where they had small businesses. Maybe some politicians wanted to come and share in their message, but you reached out to Ventura Forward because you're a follower of social media. You've been going out the last few years and we've got something in common. We share the stoke and the vibe and the love for our city, got you to reach out to me because you wanted to come in and talk about your passion about getting out there, doing your artistic work with myrtles in the, in the community, working with kids in the community, and also kind of the inside story of how graffiti artists live and kind of have a way of life to help our community in Ventura Ford understand. Absolutely. So, stoked for being here today. Couldn't have you come in. Uh, how are you feeling today? What's sharing the stoke? How you, what's going on?
2: I'm feeling good today. We got a couple jobs. We got a gotta go touch up after this but uh yeah man feeling good
0: is your job now strictly with the murals and the artists
2: murals yeah me and uh my boy recoil we have a uh a business we operate under his name recoil signs and uh for the last like pretty much a year now we've been we we, we've both uh done our own art independently but we we know we're we're crewmates. we uh been friends for a long time, and it only made sense to to team up and uh, and just you know get it in.
0: So here's a local guy. Your passion for doing graffiti, art our aerosol can spray paint, right? Yes. It's turned into a business. It has. And you're doing murals. Uh, we got a great photo of the cool project you're doing: spray painting a VW bus ban uh, for a shaved ice. Give us maybe a little information of the customer you have there and some cool projects.
2: Yeah, it was a VW bus owner. He's he's entering it in like a in like a, a VW art. VW bus show, and so we're just. Uh, I don't think he's actually selling shaved ice out of it. Shaved ice, but uh, it's just, it's just like a novelty thing for the for for the VW. That's awesome community. I guess I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> cool. It's like a surf yeah. thing.
0: Surf, yeah. Surf. yeah. Sh- we talked about shave ice is the Hawaii.
2: It's the Hawaii way to say it. yes. Is that they don't put the D in there? It's shave ice. So
0: I got to incorporate that at Foothill Little League. We have a shaved ice machine, Spence, and you put ice cream on the bottom. Ooh, delish. Oh. Yeah, you made one of those for me. I did, Awesome I, with root beer. Oh yeah. Yeah, you threw it down. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't remember. <laughs> I don't remember now, but hey, that was some good stuff. And so we're out there in the community. We're doing it up. Let's talk about how we're sharing the stoke, Ventura Ford. What are you? You're, you're a unique individual because you come in knowing about Ventura Ford. Most people that come in the studio, they're kind of newer to Ventura Ford, and I reach out to them. What about Ventura Ford? Maybe you want to come share your story today with us as a podcast listener of these great co- listeners in the c- city and the county, also worldwide. What about sharing that stoke? Because I'm going to say it again Ventura, for, Ventura makes you feel different. The 805 makes your heart feel special, whether you're here for one minute one day a month you visit or you're born and raised here as Uncle Sade was, as I was, as Tom Spence was. What in your heart makes you feel connected to Ventura Ford, wanting to move it forward and share your story today?
2: Well I saw the interview you did with Sean. That's like one of my best friends, you know, Sean at Tavaria, hot steppers painting. Yeah. Great guy. Great uh person in the community. Always always out there, always always willing to help. Uh I saw I saw his interview, and you know I've I've known you for what a couple of years now. Yeah, we we uh, met like kind of like a uh,
0: Pacino De Niro situation in Heat. We did, <laughs> like, Spence. <laughs> let me draw this story up for you. We're at a friend's house, okay, and we're he's on one couch, I'm on the other couch. We just hang out. We're just gonna have, have a beer or whatever, hang out in the afternoon, and then we start telling these stories. I had just moved into town. And I hadn't met Uncle Sade yet, he hadn't met me, nothing, and I start to see how I'm this graffiti removing specialist, not knowing that I'm sitting next to the godfather of graffiti ta- uh, tattooing on walls in Ventura. And he looks at me, I look at him, and then our friend goes, you know that this is the graffiti specialist of town? I go, no. And then I get into a little bit of the philosophy, and that's like three years ago, when I was into about like helping kids and youth programs, Wondering why kids are out in the streets at nights, you know, maybe in dangerous situations. I viewed graffiti at that time as a way to touch the youth at the lowest level of
1: point of contact. What do you think? That's a a great coupling. And Um, it's when things like that happen that that's really interesting. It's that's, that's I didn't know this story. Sade, what was what was your first response when you first saw it and you were hearing what I was
0: saying? Oh, I thought it was a kook. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I was like, "The fuck are you do it? You take your stickers off? Great, good, good, good job!" <laughs> but if, but if, if you, know, you think of that, that you're
1: really moving things forward in the community? Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I love it. In your but, mind, you are venturing forward, but in your mind, it's like... Well, you know,
2: I understand. I, I understand both sides of it, you mm-hmm. know? I, and I understand the the illegal side of graffiti, which is part of its appeal. You know, if this if it was legal, I never would have even thought to consider this. This wasn't like a you know, I was when I when I got into this, I was, I was a kid and I was a teenager, full of teenage angst and anger and, and confusion. And all the things you go through as a child, and you don't really even know. You don't know why this is happening, why you feel this way. Uh, but it definitely was there, you know, th- those feelings were there. And graffiti was like, it had that, like, at first, initially, it had that, like, destructive property that, like, appealed to me. You know, it was like, as, as a kid, not ever owning anything. I'm just like, oh, you know. I saw just the art form in it. I didn't, you know, didn't even rec- didn't even see. Oh, this is this is gonna eventually. Somebody will have to paint over this. Somebody will be affected by this. Somebody will, you know. Uh, but at first, it was just it was and and it was just tagging. It was just I just liked the. I don't know something about it. Something about like just the letters being having a voice in the community where maybe you didn't have one before, you know, like mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of these kids i feel the the initial reason why it, it is so why it appeals to them is because a lot of these kids don't have any other way to express themselves any other any other voice that like maybe they maybe they come from a from like a broken home and like they don't really have that that uh their voice isn't heard at home but out here they can put up a name and people will be talking about it and they'll be, and, and you'll get like this recognition and this respect that like is Fairly, I mean, it's it's superficial. It's just so some kids saying that they saw you up. But in those that that reiteration of of like I saw you up, I saw your style, I like what you did. That is, it was like mm. oh, it was so it was like infectious. It was there was like nothing like it, you know.
1: And one of the things about being you know kind of the bad guy, bad boy, if you will, that's what punk rock generated from. There was a great comment early in punk rock when I was in radio. They were talking about punk rock and people were trying to identify it. And one guy had the greatest comment, and he says, you know what punk rock is? He says, it's anything that doesn't go gold. Because he says, once punk rock is successful, it's commercial, and that's not what they want to be. They want to be the bad boys. They want to be the terrorists. The Beatles were considered punk rock. Yeah, in the early days. Oh, people hated them. And when you look at it, but then you kind of get exposed so much, you become famous. And you become that guy and that sort of anti of what you were doing. And it's a real interesting dynamic. That a lot of people I uh, don't really understand out of that. And that's when I started to get punk rock when I was a kid, because I was the guy that loved Jimi Hendrix and all the artful great guitarists. But there was something about <laughs> You know, yeah. just having that roar, that sweat, that punk, Absolutely. sex pistols, bring in all the um, Dead Kennedys for American... I just saw Dead Kennedys a couple weeks ago. You still. did? It was, they did, it was, was Jell-O Oh, uh, uh, no, was Jello. Not
2: Jello. Uh, okay. It was a singer for Dr. No, and he kind of sucked. Did you ever see when Brandon <laughs> Cruz was with him? No.
1: Brandon Cruz, uh, of course, father, actor, he was here locally a lot, but what you're getting at... It makes me understand it. I still don't like it on the graffiti, but yeah. at least I see your motivation. So then I can deal with it that way, rather than "Hey, kid, get off that. That's uh, public property." You start to see, okay, yeah. it's an well, expression. That, it's S- funny you bring up punk rock because punk rock was actually punk rock and
2: skateboarding were the first two things.
1: That, Another that, illegal activity to that some that rom- people was skateboarding.
2: It was yeah. It yeah. was the the people I was hanging out with were probably not the best. I mean, they're they're. I was raised in a in a religious household. So, any chance I could get to rebel, or just hang out with bad, bad kids? I was raised Jehovah's Witness, so it's a really, really strict religion, and uh, I kind of feel that if you, if you try to like uh, repress kids too much, th- th- it, this will be the end result. You will have the the rebellious, the rebelliousness of it. It's just it's, it goes hand in hand. You you, you can't tell somebody not to do something. That is so like, you know, there's so much mystery and intr- mm-hmm. and, and, and like badness and you're kind of like, you know, I'm over here at church just being told like.
1: When I was, you know what they call it when I was a kid, PK, preacher's kid. And okay. that's what this preacher kid was a rowdy one because yeah. he had to get out of it. And another one, and I, I don't want to say the name of the local school. I was raised in T.O., but there was a school that was for a, for a certain religion. And they said, if you want to ever go out and have some fun with people, go to the kids that are at that school. Because when they got out of it, yeah. no, their they're, they're youthful enthusiasm blew up. And they were some of the biggest partiers in the area. So I agree 100%. If you hold it back, don't explain it, don't expose it to some degree, yeah. you're going to get people searching it. Well, the, the good thing with this
2: with this kind of art is the people that, that stuck with it. I mean, you're you're talking about people that are just really passionate about art you know at at the core of it it's your passion about art I have I have like (laughs) yelling matches with my friends over the over which color purple we're going to use you know it's like (laughs) we're getting passionate about about art which is like I feel when you when you talk about the, the the kind of character that that the kind of people that you are. at first when I was a kid these were like bad kids you know we're all the taggers but as we grew up we really all turned into some pretty pretty good people
1: you know, and like, your art is outstanding. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. it is outstanding. So when people Absolutely. say that, and what we have talked about in the past is when you get into something as subjective as what you do, if anybody ever criticizes, I always go back to take the Mona Lisa, take a Pollock, and take a Kincaid. The pretty picture art, the classic European art, and then the whoop. <laughs> what is that take Andy Warhol uh take uh, was it Neiman who did the alleys with a beautiful splash of color he did a lot of the athletes Leroy Neiman I'm pretty sure that was a guy look at some of these guys and you start seeing the variety and range of art well I got a I got a really
2: good opportunity uh, earlier earlier this year to uh by uh Eric from Eric's tackle he his face so uh he I've been working with him. He's been uh, been friends for a few years now. He did the, the mural out on his shop. And he came, he approached me with this this uh, concept of doing... Have you ever heard of the uh, Guernica by Picasso? I do.
1: I do not know Guernica by Picasso.
2: Well, it's one of the most famous political pieces in art history. And it, uh, it came from a time in the 1930s where... It was in Italy, and it was – I'm, butch- I'm butchering this right now. I'm going I'm I'm, you know,
0: I'm sh- I'm to say something real quick here too because this is where me and Uncle Sade's, uh relationship started evolving is that we went from being on the couch in the next few years, leaving that day, following each other on social media. And as we kept following each other on social media, I got to see more of his style and his art and the understanding. He was seeing a little bit, I believe, of more of Spencer Norton's passion and grinding on it making the community better through opportunity for kids and through art and different things. So as we're maturating our kind of relationships together with the one vibe together as the passion and the stoke for the city of Ventura and for the county, that's what it's about. And so we took what were the majority of maybe indifferences and then found the common bonds and then grew that. And it was the Gwenica painting in the last six months or a year, I think, when you did this painting, Uncle Said. Yeah. Yes. But I, I, I researched it. And I got into, like, the whole story behind it, and I was like, this is cool stuff. I was like, this is where I started seeing art, teaching, history, and then evolving in, in our community. And so appreciate you doing that and, and telling me about that story about the Picasso Guernica and how it was all over the world. At one point in World War II, it was, like, shipped away. and So we'll post it up on this podcast. People can kind of see the reference that. Give us maybe a few more of... Eric's tackle. So, when people are going by on Thompson Boulevard, tell us a little bit about the, the fish. I love that the fish on there and the, and the, and the bait. The, uh, no, the
2: fish. Um, is it a marlin? What is it on there? Tuna. It's a, yeah, it's a tuna. Um, but, uh, Actually, Spencer, uh, going back to the other point, of what I haven't finished yet. Okay, please. What was it? <laughs> I'm talking about Guernica, bro. Oh, <laughs> let me let me finish my Guernica. <laughs>
1: no, now, I'm now I'm lost. Okay, let's never mind. Let's go back. No, like, Guernica is good because again, a great quote from Picasso that I know. He says, "I don't paint what I see; I paint what I think." And there's a huge difference in interpretation. I well, think that's a great Picasso quote.
2: His, if you so, <laughs> Eric had me watch this this. Uh, it's Great Art Explained. It's like this little YouTube channel that has, like, 15-minute explanations of the greatest—of, of like, the masterpieces, you know? And uh, originally, Picasso didn't want to do that painting. He wasn't very political. But because of what was going on uh, politically in his era, he he accepted it. And, like, he, also, he didn't really work—he uh, usually worked in color, but because all of the— uh, all the newspaper clippings of, of what was going on at that time were in black and white. His, he did it in, in a series of black and white. He put, uh, like, newspaper, like, pieces throughout it. You know, it's very it's, it's very symbolic. There's all, there's a lot going on in there that I never would have seen it. I've seen it, and I've just kind of brushed past it. And Eric was actually one of those ones that made me take the time to study it, and then I had some of the most fun recreating this, this painting because it's actually a painting that, uh, more people. It wasn't just me. It's it's in history. People have redone their own versions of this painting. Wow! And it, that was once I saw that I was like, okay, I want to do this. And, and, I'm, quickly, and I'm really glad that I did.
1: This is a Neiman of Muhammad Ali. Now, some people might think, that, did a kid draw this? Uh, but that's uh, it's and he used a lot of colors. Did a lot of athletes, and his work became every athlete wanted Neiman to do his. Oh nice. His art, yeah. And so that when was, was this? What, what year? This would have been 60s 70s 80s. Oh. And he did everyone. It was a, a really big deal with Nina. I wish I, I had a to print of the but I, ha- yeah. I I
2: I'm still getting into all of this. You know? it,
1: but, but there's so much of it and that's that's the yeah. story to be told but our original origination of this question for me is when people say that's ugly you got to watch yourself yeah. because, just like music, you go to punk and then you go to Barry Manilow. I don't care, Celine yeah. Dion. You know, you, there's a huge range in art that we all have to. I'll tell you a funny story. In. My, in high school,
2: I went to the the MoCA, right? We had yeah. we had a, a art day with, the, with with a couple of different classes, and we all went to the MoCA. And this was when I was still, you know, that I, I was I think I was a senior, so I was just. A shithead, you know, I was just mm-hmm. like, I was, just, you know, just a skater into graffiti. And if you didn't like graffiti, fuck you, you know, like, 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 <laughs> what you, like, what are you really doing? This is, this is, this is the real shit, you know? And that's just, you know, a juvenile way of thinking, but it's still just, you know, it's way, the way But I it's thinking. real and it's the way you felt. It's, yeah, and it was, and it's, yeah, so I know, I have, I know how I was at that time, you know? And we had an art teacher that was very, she, she didn't understand graffiti. She wasn't a bad art teacher. In fact, she got like teacher of the year from uh, the Clinton, Hillary Clinton, when she was first lady. Wow. She got, like, one, like an award. But uh, we didn't connect. We did not vibe. And, uh, and she took us to the Mocha. And then we get there, and there's a, a fucking a cage full of tires in the front. You know? And I was like, the fuck you take us to? A tire shop? Like, what is this? <laughs> and it was just somebody's art display. You know? They had an art, like, cage full of tires and shit. And you go inside... And that was when I learned what minimalism was. You know, even more thing for me to hate on. Oh, minimalism! Fuck that! I still kind of hate on minimalism, but like, you know, it's it's just not. It's it is what it is. But when I was a kid, it was just like, this is garbage. All of this is garbage. What? Of course, what I do is the shit. You know, you got like, I was in, I, my my I was <laughs> I was validated in my own way of thinking. You know, I was <laughs> by myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Confident for sure.
2: <laughs> but I love it. But then. And Eric was actually the one, I went, I was at his house and he was showing me these, he was going through these books of, of shit that I'm still like, I mean, I'm not real into this kind of like art, you know, but I'm like looking through it and he goes, oh, that's, a, that's one of the, that's, that's the, a cage, a cage full of tires. And I was like, t- I told him the whole story about how I hated it and all this shit. And he goes, but she remembered it. I was like, fuck. Yeah. She won. <laughs> he, he got me, dude. What I there, did remember it. What was the teacher's name? Miss Post. The artist, I don't remember, but, the, the, yeah. the, but Miss Post was the, was the... I'd actually like to talk to her again. <laughs> Have you seen her? Is
0: this high school? It is
2: high school, yeah. Have you seen her yeah. since? No, no, no. Ventura
0: no. 4 is going to do that. Miss Post, and she was at Ventura High?
2: Yeah,
1: she was, yeah. She We're was bringing
0: there. it together, Spence. Put it down, call the action list. Let's go.
1: And one of the other art pieces, I I understand this is a true story. When John Lennon walked into an art gallery, he saw a woman on a ladder hanging scissors from the ceiling. <laughs> it was Yoko Ono, and that was part of her art. Oh yeah, well, And you're like, really? Well, and, but Yoko Ono still sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's even more of a reason why yeah. I don't like her. But but there's a thing, and if you've ever heard her sing, <laughs> is that art? Okay, carry on. But it's it's funny to see, I'm not a fan of Yoko either, but it is funny to see the great John Lennon was attracted yeah. to this woman oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, her yeah. art yeah. and her style. She was attracted style. to her artistic, artistic ways. It, there's a big whatever there. So we do Absolutely. have to take time and, uh, and understand. And yeah. some of the work that that's you've a, That's done, a good,
2: not to judge either. That's a very good, oh, yeah. you know. I th- we all try to do that or say we could do that.
0: Be zen but. mode on it. Just say, all
1: right, okay.
0: Yeah, know, and, and we bring it full circle here on these podcasts to get people to know about where they're at, how they got that vibe, and kind of where it came from too. If you wouldn't mind, Uncle Sade, thanks for coming in the studio again. Really appreciate that. And coming with Spence. We really appreciate your time. Um, how, where'd you, where you grow up? And, uh, tell people here a little bit. I know you grew up in Ventura. Give me a little detail though about where you grew up, some of the schools so we can kind of relate to the kids and the people that are from here. And then we're going to find out more about where you're going next. All
2: right. I grew up, uh, I was born CMH, went to Poinsettia and then Mound and then Cabrillo and Ventura High.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Did you hit VC up at all after Ventura High? One
2: time, I snuck into a class that MB was pain, was, was you know MB right?
0: Yeah, MB Henry. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. She was teaching a muraling class. Nice. And uh, I didn't sign up for the. I didn't go. Yeah. Or, I just went into her class, you know, and I hung out there for a f- <laughs> few months <laughs> before before she was like, "Are you enrolled in the school?" I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm just I'm just chilling." <laughs>
1: <laughs> what but, do you think uh, of but MB's being worked. MB? Are
2: tight now. She we, we you know she's the shit. I love MB. She's a, she's a. Great person, great artist, and also like as far as the muraling goes in this in this community in this town, she's done so much work. MB, shout out to MB. She's the shit.
0: Nice. Uh Spencer's gonna, you had a question there. you like you we we're saying. I'll, you I'll like get to it in just a moment. Oh yes. Okay. So I like that. It's a good story though. Were you into art too growing up? Like when you were at Cabrillo, right now I happen to be the PTO president. We have an art program. We have wood shop. We've got music. Were you doing art early, like when you were going through Cabrillo? And I was
2: always doing art. Yeah, as a little kid, I'd always like six, six. I think my mom put me in like a, a cartooning class and a chess class at, at, through Parks and Rec. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I was always, and and that was my 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 mom and dad always recognized like my artisticness, you know, and they always tried to. I remember when I was a kid, they. And I was because like, I got arrested when I was like fourteen or fifteen. I can't remember which if it was what year it was, but uh, I got arrested for tagging, and they were kind of tripping on that, <laughs> you know, uh, as, what as like because they were young too. I think about when I was a kid. My mom had me when she was seventeen. My dad was only nineteen when wow. they had me. Yeah. So at like at fourteen, you know, they're like pushing then, early thirties. They don't even know what the fuck they're doing. Younger they're than really you like, now. Yeah. Right? They're like. Oh yeah, much young, like like right. ten years younger than me now, and, I'm, and, and I can only imagine having a little shit like me, just trying to like, just try and, like figure out why, what is wrong with you? What like, were your mom you and dad doing, doing for this?
0: work like, in Ventura that time?
2: Uh, my mom, my mom stayed at home, and my dad worked at a print shop. Okay, like he was he was always worked at the in the printing industry, like binding mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay, but uh, yeah, they were just you know they were. Young Jehovah's Witnesses trying to do what they thought was right, you know? But, uh-huh. like, you know, what's what's it, right?
0: <laughs> and it's, it inspired the artist. We, um, what about, you said you got arrested for graffiti. So how, I would like to start right there. It's, it, I've been what, arrested a few times for graffiti. What was that? the point that you picked up a can for the first time and said, I'm going to go into this unique, rebellious style of art, to get off of like the pen to paper or the chalk or wherever it was to go into like what was the whole, was it, what was the origin of like that seeing Was it seeing graffiti on like a TV? What was the passion for that?
2: No, I was just seeing all my friends that were skating and stuff, just little bust out little hand styles, just tagging and stuff. And I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. I like I that. <laughs> you know? And then uh, and then it, it got to the point where I went under, like the first time I went underneath the 101. The, by, like Hobo Jungle area yeah the first time I went down there and checked out all the walls and before that Johnson too Johnson Bridge before they redid it they had a lot of, they had big walls down there huge walls mm-hmm. uh, and you go down there and it was just like this amazing art gallery and I'd never seen anything fucking like it dude. anything like it I'd tur- you'd turn the corner and it would be another one just some crazy shit that you're like dude this is fucking this is dope <laughs> you know like and there's no and, and there's not here who did this when did they do it like, how long did this take? Did, like, th- all of the questions. All of the questions that you had at, at once were just, like, like, just overrun with emotion of, like, oh, this is so cool. And that was, like, I'll never forget that. I'll, and I still, I still, when I go travel around, I still go underneath the freeways and stuff and go check check shit out. And I still have that same, like, oh, what's around this corner kind of thing, you know? it's It'll always be there because it's just... I don't know. It's just it's it's in my it's in my blood. I, I love this form of art. I love this expression, and I love the different people that that get into it. And you start to see all these different personalities and how they shape it and how they mold it and what they do with it. And like as the years go on, you really start to see this art form that was fairly like this is how you do it. You do letters and then you do an outline and you do three D and then that's it. And that's like and now there's so many personalities that do this there's no there's no right way to do this there's no wrong way to do this you know it's just like so many different ways of thinking going into like how to manipulate uh, aerosol you know
0: I dude it's I really appreciate you sharing the passion and the story behind it how that you get that with that art to do it's like that rebellious form at that age it's that magic window that it's focusing on and finding those kids passions and then Moving it forward, so we have that here. You you find yourself success. You're now moving along, and let's get into where you're at right now with the mural business, and some of the other cool products that you've done. I want to talk to the one up of off the 33 at the Bait Shop off Casitas. Let's talk about the Pure Avenida mural wall that you were part of. Yeah. Let's start this cool collaboration, this Ventura forward vibe. Because Sean yeah. was in studio, and one of my I got goosebumps. When he said his collaboration for the mural had a little Ventura Forward behind it. I don't know if you heard that or not. But he was like, yeah, you know, I had to go and go talk to the owner. And then there was like little problems there. And then, God dang, I had to go to Sherman Williams and get paint. You know, and I go, dude, you're awesome. And, like, you know, you think of Sean. And you, 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 maybe you, if you want to, like, profile or different stuff, you wouldn't think, you know, this basis you know this painter this fun guy out there he's going to go and put that hard, kind of work, hard working with community service oh but that's sean's been, one of the
2: hardest working people you'll ever meet that's
0: ventura forward is going i think yeah. harder hard working is one thing but then going i think out of maybe what i would some people would view as like on comfort level of a say of a biker to go build that collaboration and that's ventura for me and that's what you're part of right with the murals and how can we help you do stuff in the future and how can we do more
2: you asked a lot of questions right there. Which one do you want me to focus on?
0: I want you to focus on what's going on with Casitas and the Muron 33 and a lot of your collaboration, how that came together.
2: That came together because it was, oh, man, it's just a no-brainer. That that wall was calling to me. I live in Casita Springs okay. right now. So, like, that wall is, it's, you have a you have a chokehold on the traffic going into Ojai. There's no, you, and a lot of times it backs up for sometimes, you know, a few minutes when, when they're doing road work over there. So it was just like, there's no reason to not, you know, pimp out this wall. It's just a big blank wall in this liquor store. And I knew that the that the community, that Johnny Cash is a big part of that community. However, <laughs> Johnny Cash wasn't a huge part of Casita Springs. And if you've talked to a lot of the like the OGs there, yeah. they're not big fans of the guy. You know, like, like <laughs> he had, there were some issues, you know, so... It's kind of been exploited a little bit. It's kind of been exploited a little bit. That's fine, though. So I wanted to still... Pay homage to Johnny Cash. I'm a big fan of Johnny Cash. That's just shit. Yeah. But also, that community was was founded on uh, fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, on uh, steelhead trout. Actually, steelhead trout was it was a big a big. Uh, that was a a big thing for me to get that that a big trout jumping out the water because I know that that whole community was was based on fishing and like.
0: And it still is with the river there, and I mean we've got a lot of litigation going on the dam, the release of the water. So I think you're right on saying that the trout is existence needs some notoriety.
2: Yes, and there's, (laughs) there's this is a touchy subject because of the dam, and then the letting a certain amount of water flow through to protect a species that is, you could argue isn't even there. There's so many things in the because what what makes a steelhead trout different than a trout is going to the ocean and coming back. Imagine a trout going, trying to go through the ocean and come back through this homeless fucking, like, gnarliness. That's not yeah. happening, you know? It's just uh, not
0: happening anymore. It's, we got to fix it. You're right. But it's a good point. So, the Muriel So, anyway, that
2: was, no, that was a big—so, so, that—the way that came about was the jo- Johnny Cash in the river with, with life teeming around, you know, just happening around it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a good—the uh, community seemed to look—you know, everybody— Everybody came forward. We were getting, you know, every, every like 20 minutes somebody would stop by and, and thank us for, for making the community better, which was like a huge, that was huge for us,
0: mm-hmm. you know? So rewarding when you're out in the community and people So rewarding. We, re,
2: we realized that it kind of had turned into something bigger than us, you know? For the community, it was just like, it was a like, wow, this is, this is like, at the end of the day, our faces aren't, aren't associated with this. This is just a mural, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, we were, we were happy. Uh, my boy Contra helped us out with that one, Cap K., uh, yeah, big part of that one. Big part of, our, of, of the, the murals we do, too. He's the owner of the lab in Satakoy and uh, we do a lot, of, a lot of work with him. Great. Yeah, he's a big part of the community. And a few
0: months before that, you were involved with the city, uh, did a nice project called Pure Avenida. It's along Wall that, Street for Ventura locals. It's kind of like behind John, Johnny's, just a little between Cedar and the Avenue, that wall that sneaks up right there close to the crossroads of Main Street. That was avenue.
2: big for the community. That, I think I'm pretty sure it's the longest mural in, in the county. I think I'm pretty sure.
0: How many artists were involved in that? It's like
2: about seventy, seventy plus. Uh, a lot of them had never worked. I mean, if you do, do you do much art? Do you, do you draw at all? Or? Very, very little. Well, most people when they do art, you're not really. It's not a community thing. It's just a, kind of like your own personal thing, you know. Yeah. And murals have that unique like you have to work with each other. You have to, you know, you're collaborating. you're actually collaborating with and a lot of a lot of those the artists had never had that experience, not because of not anything wrong with it, they just hadn't, you know, yeah, collaborated with people. So it was interesting to see 70 different people figuring it all out, you know. Not and not uh, not all of them were had to figure it out, but a lot of but but some of them did and it was just like having to work together, you know. And and like the air we, we use aerosol and that doesn't always vibe with people, you know. Sometimes they don't like the smell, they don't like the you know, and, and mm-hmm. we had to we had to work around a lot of things with people and, and just learning. Learning how to deal with different personalities, you know, in this in this kind of random I mean, artwork that has no rules, you know. We you get like this just some situations come up, you know? And and,
0: uh, and cool things evolved out of that absolutely. project. Oh, of course.
2: Oh yeah. We I have made great connections with people, Jackie Pierce being one of them. Vince and Cynthia, two also uh, dope artists that were all there, were like pretty much Cynthia's the one that did the face, uh, blowing the bubbles. Vince was a big part of organizing the whole thing. Um, yeah, man, it was it was it was a really good it was a, a really good experience.
0: That's awesome. And you got with some good stuff news you told me about too, about a program coming up you're working about about working with youth. And have yes. an opportunity of working down at the Westside Community Center and Westside Park. Correct. So
2: from that mural, we uh, we got certificates from the mayor. Uh, that was that was cool. That was that was uh, a real big step because then that opened up the door for yes, this this program that we're going to be doing. Um, I think we're calling it Recoil Sades School Yourself. I, I think is that the name on it could I, uh, might be
0: name still in work, still in the works.
2: <laughs> but uh, basically, we have. 10, 10 kids from the avenue that uh, we're teaching it's an eight-week program and we're teaching everything from the history of this art form, why it happened, what you know to uh, to how they can uh, make it a viable career choice. You know? Awesome. Like,
0: and will they be involved in some of your projects coming forward? Do you think?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, at the end of the eight weeks, I think the last two classes will be a, one big mural that we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll get a big wall donated and then we'll all be on one. And wow. then from there, you know, who knows what will happen from there. This is the first time we're doing it. So it's, it's,
0: it's an experiment, but we're confident that we can pull it off. People ask me a lot about um, community connectivity with um, aerosol artwork, graffiti, mm-hmm. and the different layers of it. Uh, how do you feel about, like, if you had those public walls? Like, if we went to a park and we said they're called shared art walls, I believe there's one in Malibu that was referenced. Um, do you think that what would work? you mean, work? Venice? Venice, excuse me. I was blanking there. Yeah. Would that work in the city of Ventura, do you believe? And would that be a good idea to help promote?
2: Yeah, I believe it would be. I mean, there's, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I think it would be a, a, a good idea. Whether How it's regulated would have some, you know, there'd be some things that to work out because of just how, the nature of graffiti
0: mm-hmm. like rules and regulations well
2: just it has a it has a tendency to creep off of the walls a little bit <laughs> when you get these legal walls got it, it has a tendency to creep onto the little <laughs> neighboring things and if there was you know there's just it's it's part of teaching kids responsibility that they're like you know a lot of these kids they don't they have they don't they have no sense of ownership they have no sense of like accountability yeah yet you know and it's something you can't, you, it's life experience. You have to be taught this, you have to live it. Dude, Otherwise awesome. it's just, I mean, it's, you can be guided and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to guide them in the right direction, show them what they can do. And when you and, were
0: going through this as a young adolescent at 13, 14, trying to find your identity, going through your rebellious streak, do you believe that you had someone like yourself who was there to mentor you, to connect with, and how much would you have appreciated that and would you have responded to it, do you believe in that sense when you were younger? If, yeah, there, well, if there was Uncle no Sade coming to a young when artist. I was
2: a kid, the graffiti scene was very secret. You didn't really get in it like that. It was kind of like you had to earn your. The, the, there there weren't like like uh, older guys stepping up to take the reins to show us what what was up. You know, they were more yeah. like just putting us down. And uh,
0: so the old guys were yeah were a little yeah, more... yeah yeah
2: yeah. and it's just
0: it comes in in those
2: subcultures you know it's not you kind of got to earn your way in you can't just it's not just yeah. come on and have a seat we'll show you what's going on you got to like show you know yeah. You got to know what's up, so.
0: That's evolving, so it's evolving in the yeah, whole. Yeah, and then
2: eventually you do meet those older guys, and they do, ch- you know, but but it, but initially the scene was kind of like, it was kind of scary, you know, you're like, oh, man, nobody likes me, everybody's calling me whack, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> you know, like, like, you don't know how much it's going to hurt until somebody says, like, like, oh, that shit you just did, that shit sucks. <laughs> you know? Right. Oh, man, that cuts so deep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and that's our expense.
1: And that's the uh, that's the issue right there. So I was looking at, I'm, I've got an MB Hanrahan. She painted a room for us oh, at, at my house. It was yeah, yeah. really nice, but I, I can't find it. It's driving me nuts. So anyway. <laughs> that's what you've been looking for this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I've been looking for the MB art. Because I, <laughs> I was I, wondering why you were styling I've there. known of MB for <laughs> a long, long time. And she came out in this car that was painted, brush painted pink. Mm-hmm. And she pulls up to the house. And she had this long stick with a piece of chalk on the end. And I will tell you, she goes into the room and she starts going. We gave her just an idea, trusting her art because she's great, and saying, okay, this is what we would kind of like. What we ended up with, that's where you get into the artist's mind. Yeah. Because we want hey, a little bit of a train, a little bit of the hills. We're in Fillmore. We'd like some music up there. She came up with this art completely wraparound in the room that tells a story as you look around and that's when we were just yeah. like damn so oh we've no, got she's amazing. we have history <laughs> in that room and we're not sure what to do with it the kid still loves it uh, he's does a little bit of drawing himself but that's one of those things i look at it and i go i can't roll this you know you can not what are right. we going to do now so the the issue that we yeah, have is you're emotionally attached to it and it's and it's beautiful you mm-hmm. bring anybody in there like who the hell did this yeah. because you can tell this isn't just painting you know, it's it's yeah. art, and that's why you know the work you've done with the Johnny Cash thing. Not knowing, I didn't know that that turmoil with Cash. You know, didn't know that that was happening in the community. So, how do you address both while still being, I hate to say, but artistically honest? Yeah. You know, it's 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 an interesting pull. And my favorite thing you mentioned, the dam, the scissors up the dam, is I think one of the funniest bits of graffiti I've yeah. ever seen.
2: Well, well, ever since I was younger, I've always. Uh, I've always enjoyed st- like, for lack of a better word, like stoking out the, the elderly, like, like, like people that are so dis- disassociated with aerosol mm-hmm. that they're like, they don't, they, it doesn't even, it's not even a thing that they, they can comprehend. So there was this one picture I did of this, the World War II, or world, no, it was World War I, and it was these uh, British soldiers walking on a, ridge, on a ridge, it was just a silhouette of them. But this veteran stopped, and it brought him tears to his eyes. And I was like, kind of, you know, this. Mm -hmm. It was really touching for me because I was just, it was just some cool picture I found. I did a reference of. But it it touched on him. He was, you know, he remembered that. He remembered being in the army, walking on ridges and stuff. And and and, and like, and he was like, he did all this with with aerosol. And ever since then, I've always kind of been like, like I want, I like that. uh, Showing like like the the older community that like like these. Breaking. Vandals that you might consider us, we're still like in touch with history. We still care. We still in, like find things interesting, and we're not just you know what what you might see us on as the you know on the outside. We're, Gives we, a reference. We, point. we can still be yeah. deep. We can still be you know.
1: Yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. this Go. is true. Yeah, let's and make it happen. And breaking those
0: barriers of stereotypes. You know, I think that's what it's always about. About the younger generation. Uh, the Netflix, I just watched The Alpinist about this young guy, uh, Mark, uh, Mark Dre, he's just climbing these mountains that people had never thought would be possible, you know, and that's what's so cool about moving forward and evolving bringing these conversations forward this is what Ventura Forward does this is why Southern California is the Mecca of the world, because we're able to go out there, push the envelope a little bit recognize that hey, we might be doing something bad and then evolve it moving forward.
1: And I want to do another comparison with two things that you really enjoy, skating And also art. One of the things about skateboard parks, and I love them, for something all the kids can play on and exercise on, and that's not a sport that I was certainly raised with, but there's something about the bowls that they create. We have a really nice skate park in Fillmore. It's really good. My kid just skated it last night, and I was over there with him. But they also look over at that bench and that embankment, and they go, you know, this is cool, but i got to ad lib and be out. In, like parkour. I love doing this, but there's something, and this is where the graffiti comes in. you got art over here, but I think I could do something with that water tower. And I see it in the kids' eyes that skate. You get, you, you get it. Yeah, they're doing great <laughs> tricks off these bowls that were created for them by, I will say, the city, which is fabulous. Yeah. But they also look over at that thing and they go, you know, I could jump that. And if you look at YouTube videos, you have the kids that are skating down a series of stairs that they're not supposed to skate yeah. down, but they well, have you know to secret. do it.
2: <laughs> you don't get paid unless you do that. You're getting in a magazine. You're getting your ad in a magazine. Mm-hmm. You're not getting it at a skate park. You, you have to, like, you, you know, you, you kind of have to, uh, and people want to see that. You're not going to get it. You're also not going to get an ad with a helmet on.
1: Oh, God, what you know? a great point. You can take
2: that shit off and like be, what it's a great just, point. it's. yeah. It's, if you look through a magazine you'll see like like okay this most of these aren't at skate parks <laughs> but they had a
1: water tank to water tank jump that yeah. one kid did on a board then another guy ran and he did a flip and then when he landed he did that so you know yeah. obviously and when you see that you're like, Damn! Now that's some playing, you know. That's that's out in the real. That's the real urban jungle. I don't know if this is
2: if, if the one I'm talking about. I know Jeremy Klein. Was this is like
1: water one. tank to water tank. Skateboarder did it first. Uh, what do they call it? An ollie? Help me. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. I know that. <laughs> I know There's A few urban. water tanks jumped. I'm not sure what the one I'm, I'm speaking yeah. of. But it's always can I do that? It's can yeah. evil. Can I do the Snake yeah. River? Can I do 20 cars? Can I do the fountain? And that's where yeah. it becomes cool. And that's where my I'm torn because I think, well, that is sort of abusing public property there. But some of it, we talked about the train trip you can take down south. If you hop on the train and go down to San Diego, you see a lot of artwork along the way. yeah A lot, miles of artwork along and the way. And there's ways
0: to respect the cars and the trains by doing your art. Yeah. We we're discussing it. But how is it? it Give us a little, maybe a little nugget about that.
2: Uh, the tape. It takes tape to the train yard and tape the numbers off. And it's just a th- way to show respect to the workers. You know, they don't—they can still do, do their job. They can still, still know our, what car is what car. They can still yeah, do their job. Sure. We can still put our art up, and uh, it's just like a, a nice way to coexist. Yeah, with the uh, train train workers. It, it, I mean, a lot, some of those dudes are, are painters themselves. You know, I won't. Yeah, Don't exactly. give me names up there, but I mean, there's some, there's a...
1: There's a movie in that. Somewhere there's a movie in there's that. There's a movie, yeah, There's sure. a movie oh, yeah. in that. Yeah, the guy yeah, who yeah. Uh, runs the trains and also paints the trains. <laughs> but I, I have, in this there's conversation... A there's a book. Oh, there Fuzz is? Fuzz One. Fuzz One. He was, a, he was okay. a
2: kid in New York. He was a little kid. And the uh, the train conductors used to, let him sit, l- used to let him sit in their little booth and watch the little TV. And they'd tell him when he could go out and tag and like it's a, it's a good book it's a, it's an interesting book of a, fuzz a, a fuzz one of a kid in the in the
1: 70s in New York so i know there's going to be a lot of people out there and i don't know about spencer but with me cuz i'm the older somewhat conservative guy who are going to say how in the world can you put up with a guy who uh, from uh, and people in my my uh, what would you say my 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 group, my yeah exactly <laughs> people in that yes they might be saying how can you sit there with somebody who literally commits a crime every once in a while and was raised on this. And that's the pull between the older generation that might not get you as much and the younger. So there is a dynamic here that comes up that is interesting. You know, it's the neighbor that says turn that down because you're having yeah. the party at the house. What you were talking about dealing with that, and it's wonderful, the thing with the, uh, you know, the veteran seeing your work and being yeah. struck by it. It's, it's really interesting. I did a thing on the, the scissors, and a local guy who everybody knows. I'm not going to say his name because so I don't have permission. I said, this is great. And he says, this is abuse graffiti you should – and it's the scissor cut of mm-hmm. the damn. Really? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you who it is. You know him for sure. And And he really – he got upset with me on Facebook because I was endorsing something that was illegal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly right.
1: No, that's, we're but but that, on radio, but, that, it, but we're shrugging. No, but that
2: that thing, but that was illegal. Was making a point about environmental, about the environment. That wasn't like you can feel however you want about the way that that, that idea was expressed. But it still had the intent of of changing yeah. the environment. That was the whole point of that of that. So like, his anger is that he's he needs to think about what's what's making him angry. It's probably not this. It's probably some other stuff. Something you know, that's else. ridiculous to think that like you're gonna get mad at somebody that wants to change, that wants to spark change by planting an idea in somebody's head, that's ridiculous, you know? Like, to get upset about it is ridiculous.
1: There's, I have agreement there.
0: And, I, and that's the Ventura-Ford base of our conversation. We're gonna wrap it up in a few minutes here. As we're 45 minutes in, and I know we can keep talking to Uncle State, about this, ground level discussion about how do, as a community, we perceive things and what's the actual truth behind it? And that's what we're talking about about graffiti. So how can we get more truth out to, the, to people? People listen to this podcast, Uncle Sade. How can we tell them again, like, these are the good things going on. This is where it's going kind to of be evolving to. Because if we go with Spence's kind of old philosophy where, you know, get off my lawn, continues to get okay. mad at these artists. Cause I, I don't want to well, get mad let, at Instead
2: kids. of looking at, at, I don't like this. This is aesthetically not pleasing to me. Let's look at why this has happened. Why is this happening? Why are kids needing to go out and express themselves in that way? Is it a lack of things for them to do? Is it a lack of things like provided for them to express themselves? Mm-hmm. After school programs, any there's there's things that are just overlooked, right? You know, and 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 it's easy to be like, oh, this is the problem. It's like, no, this isn't the problem. This is the result of the problem. Yeah, you know, you need to look at why are why are kids feeling the need. To go out and express, because they don't have a fucking voice. Mm-hmm. And they're not, and they're being ignored. And, and the people that are stepping up to, to give them answers, we're finding out are just as corrupt as, as anything, you know? Do you have any solutions for how we can provide those
0: opportunities for the kids?
2: Well, we're trying. Right now, we're, we're doing these after-school programs, right. you know? And, and, like, there's only so much that we as is that involving as artists is, can do. Is that, with, that involving aerosol? With, uh, can, is
0: other opportunities other than art, do you think? Or is it just within the art community that... We need to offer well, more art opportunity for the youth, or is it other opportunities as or, well?
2: Or I mean, art, or uh, I don't know, more like more programs for I don't know, surfing, skating, sure. roller skating. I don't know, right on, music. Right there's yeah. the, there's no there there's something to to what maybe maybe we have to have people like myself in the community step up outside, like like for instance. I know Sean would probably have no problem doing a little uh, like a a, a instrument like like a bass class for kids. You know what I'm saying? There's sure. St- stuff like that, and I'm not putting him out there. I'm just saying like, sure. People like that. Maybe that's the maybe that's the solution is to have people like us that were perceived as as the problem step up and and be the solution. You know. I love that.
1: One question: Best you've seen graffiti, and best you've done graffiti.
2: Mm, best I've done. I don't know. I'm going to say my favorite art my favorite graffiti artist is Crayola. He's, and where would is that uh Southern California? Yeah, where? he's out of California. He's a, an, an artist uh graffiti artist slash I mean he's he's more of like a fine artist. He's the, he's incredible. So um, what's the best you've done? What what I piece are know. you most proud of? Come on. I like the Guernica one. I think the Guernica one to me meant the most. Okay. Uh at the end of it, it it like just because of what's happening Politically and like the, Well, it, it was mirroring almost mirroring the Ukraine Russia situation mm-hmm. It was it was crazy the, the comparisons you could make between the two so at, at the time when I did it It was very relevant to to that and I feel that stuff moves so fast now that we're not even the Ukraine is we're, It's almost old news at this point, you know,
1: yeah people are tired I'm of, not saying
2: that it is I'm saying that but like people
1: are getting tired of it. There's it, fatigue and we they have shouldn't a, You have
2: about a week right. For each cause in this country, mm-hmm. after a yeah. week, it's like you're still talking about that shit. Yeah, what else? We're on to the new thing, you know? It's
0: yeah. where's well, Maverick Three? What is it right now? What is it? What's the new? What's the?
1: Well, it's not monkeypox.
0: Unfortunately, it's Carmen Ramirez the passing. Well, we should give. Oh, it oh, a oh yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Monkeypox.
1: Uh, well, that was last week. Yeah, and that moved. But you're, you're <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> now right. We're on to the next one, yeah. and we'll do that. We'll yeah. do Locally our circled. we'll
0: do our moment with this respect for Supervisor Ramirez right now. Appreciate that in this episode twenty right now. Let's go. Uh, but nationally. What do you? Oh, sorry. Oh, moment. I don't know. No, I'm thinking. Yeah, that wasn't a long moment. Oh, excuse me. We'll go. We'll go longer for Carmen. Amen, Carmen. Let's go. Thank you for your leadership. What would? Um, so, if it's not that now, and we're talking to kids, I think it's about the information we provide to get it down to them what is it spent right now nationally? you're the newsman
1: I you know that's it's just a great question abortion rights I would say is is probably leading abortion rights is probably leading the Supreme Court made their decision mm. and there's a lot of upset people about them and I will say I'm gonna roll with rightfully so yeah I absolutely. don't want to see abortion but I'm not a woman it's not my body it's not my choice well, and its also I think it's a not woman just abo- it's, it's
2: not just that it's it's, uh, well, there's, there's more than just, you, you don't want to have the baby. It's like you could be, you could die if you have this baby. You could have been raped. You could have had. There could have some, there's many situations different where they're like, you're many really things. not gonna pay attention to this. You're really gonna say like sweep this under the rug and be like, oh well. It's all abortion. Like, that's
1: such bullshit. It's and crazy. I would also look at vaccinations, it's crazy. forced, forced vaccinations. But I think that sort of maybe rolled off a little bit. But right now, uh, the number one issue in the United States is abortion, in my mind, in what I've seen in the news, 100%. That's why all the states' rights We're gonna see what states do allow abortion, Mm -hmm. and then you are gonna actually have companies that have to sign off for a woman to leave the state they're in that is anti and illegal, and they've gotta travel uh, to um, make their personal choice. We touch all topics in Ventura 4. There's nothing that we're afraid
0: of, and episode 20 today did not disappoint with Uncle Sade, a local graffiti artist, telling about his story about coming up turning it into his small business now contributing to beautiful artwork all over our community and now teaching kids about their passion for art and being a, a role model you know we're jokingly taking you away with the nickname the godfather of graffiti
2: okay cuz God- I, I don't agree with that i'm not i'm not backing that
0: he's not backing it but i'm going to go with it for fun until someone else claims it because <laughs> it's about teaching when you become the father you got to have students
2: oh trust me we're going to get jackets with little elbow uh, patches on them when we, <laughs> we're teaching for sure.
0: <laughs> so here it comes. The formation of that's coming. It's been a great episode today. We've had our great sponsors, uh, Ventura Music Hall, Ventura Real Estate Company, uh, X5O, the Mountain Doll is always coming through. So we want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors as always and our faithful followers.
1: Spence, how you vibing? Good. This is a great conversation and it makes me think more about uh, you know what what is and what is not accepted as art and why. Looking forward to collaborating with Uncle Say more in the future about bringing beautiful art all over
0: our community and talking about the tough conversations about bringing up the youth and giving them opportunity. Until next time at 21, where Bill McReynolds will be checking in. It's Ventura Ford's podcast. Let's go.